this I be Christ No, when doubt try to kill, submit to the king Never would leave you, never forsake you, awesome. never would break you Kia ora nga, uh, tato o Yesu uh, Mesia uh, Ko Ronji Tanielu toku ingoa uh, Te mata ora nei au i te tūtu I te evangeria a te atua ki, ko, ki a koutou i teia po uh, Mei taki maata no teia tika anga uh, Ki a aka aka uh, ia te atua Hey, we're recording this on uh, Cook Island Language Week, so happy Cook Island Language Week uh, from us here at the Fresh True Family. I just want to quickly start uh, by reading a verse from Jeremiah uh, chapter 10, verse 10. If you're looking at your Bibles, Jeremiah is after Genesis and before Revelation. And in chapter 10, verse 10, Jeremiah says, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and all and an everlasting King. And I think um, that's a wonderful thing for us to remi- remember that uh, our God is a true God, He's the living God, and He's the everlasting King. So welcome again to another Fresh Truth uh, podcast episode, uh, Budget As But Blessed, but also uh, re- always blessed to have Brother Kanan. Kanan, how's things also? Not too bad, bro. Yourself? I'm, I'm all right. Um, what did you have for Sunday tonight or lunch, bro? Uh, what did I have? I had Subway. Yeah, it's so very, nice. hey, because I could tell your training, your 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 boxing, you're very fit. So if you can't see Kanan, he looks very fit. That's why I uh, turned to, off the camera. Yes, that's right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, family, I want to uh, warmly welcome two wonderful young sisters uh, who are our special guests today. Uh, a big uh, fresh truth, kia orana, uh, to Lisi Ua Havili uh, and Queenie Selso. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> cool to have you here. Uh, Queenie, what did you have for Sunday lunch or tonight today? Um, I actually came straight from church, so I had to do a quick pit stop to Macca's before I got here. So I had a double cheeseburger combo. Double cheese, and you didn't bring any for us, though. Eh? No, sorry, okay, I only had the so, budget for my so, double cheeseburger. So we'll be asking all the questions to Ua, not because you didn't bring us any food. Okay. Ua, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ua, what did you have for lunch today? Um, we had chicken. Um, didn't quite finish my meal because I had to rush here, but yeah. So I'll probably go finish it after. That's all right. That's all right. It's all about training and eating well. Hey, family, um, we, we're going to hear from the girls a little bit later, but I just want to quickly acknowledge and say kia orana to all of you who are listening uh, and watching. Uh, our Fresh True family has been massively blessed with the comments, with the private messages, with your prayers uh, and your encouragements from you all. So I want to say uh, meitaki mata and thank you. Um, I've always said if you have any hate mail, send that to uh, kainan.ene, uh, but it's always a blessing for us to hear uh, some really real encouragement. And also, family, uh, uh, keep engaging us uh, with us. Even if you uh, uh, don't agree with us, don't agree with some of the positions that we talk about, uh, some of the, the things that we've discussed here, look, we're happy to pray, to support, and to have those discussions because it is about biblical truth. And as we've said, our desire is to stand for biblical truth in our families, communities, and nation. And our fresh truth, Ainga, is urgent and unashamed of the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Family, today's podcast is a really special one because uh, we've titled it Being uh, Christians at University. Dun, 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 because you guys are flash uni students um, who uh, drink mochaccinos and frappuccinos <laughs> and, and go comb your wear long t-shirts to university. <laughs> Family, um, we wanted to bring in uh, two very intelligent strong Pacific sisters to talk uh, to this topic. And so um, let's get to know the sisters a little bit better. I'm going to start with you, Queenie. So Queenie, if you could introduce yourself a bit, your family, where you're from, um, where you're brought up, what your uh, PIN number for your ATM <laughs> card is, are you married? Or what? Just just quickly introduce yourself. Yep. Uh, Maloni Talofalava. My name is, well, my full name is Queenie Seti Selsel, uh, more commonly known to everyone as Queenie. 
Um, I was brought up in the beautiful, um, I guess I'm the minority here when I say this, but the beautiful West Auckland. Okay, no um, gang proud signs, Westie, no yeah. gang <laughs> signs. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very proud Westie, um, brought up in Ranui. Um, uh, what was the other question? Sorry. Just your family? Are you, family do yep. you have a family? Yes, um, I, have a, I have a wonderful family. Um, I am also Samoan Tokelauan. I'm in Samoa. I come from the villages of Salangi and Pokasi. And in Tokela, I'm from the beautiful, beautiful Hakaoho. So that's almost as beautiful as Atahu. Eh? It's, um, it's not as beautiful as because I'm from Atahu. I guess so. I guess okay. so. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah, cool. yeah. So we've heard from Queenie Lisiwa. Can you introduce yourself quickly, please? Malo um, Lele. My name is Lisiwa Faupula Natanya Havili. I am from Tonga. My father's from the village of Hateho and my mother's from the village of Kolomotua. Um, I currently reside in Mangere East. No wonder you are beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes. Mangere East and I am the youngest of eight children. Eight children? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, cool. So girls, we've heard a bit about where you've come from, your families and so on. I'm just going to come back uh, uh, to you, Queenie. Are you mm. involved in a local church or any Christian ministries? Yeah, what, what's your engagement with, with that stuff? Yep, so I um, attend Greyland Presbyterian Church, so that's in uh, central Greyland. Um, I've gone there since since literally birth. I um, wow. still attend there now. Um, it's a Tokelauan, uh, Tuvaluan church, um, and yeah, really blessed to be a part of Congregation. Any ministries you're connected to? Or? Yes, so currently I'm serving with a ministry called TSCF, uh, which is uh, stands for Tertiary Student Christian Fellowship. Um, so working part-time um, there on campus with students, uh, just helping them navigate, I guess, uni life as, as a Christian. Awesome. So yeah, that's... I've me. noticed that you've purposely placed your bottle <gasps> yes, there. And yes, it's, I wanted sort of to looks a kind bit of like product placement <laughs> here, but it says Logos yeah, Hope. Yeah, Logos Hope. Yep. So you just want to quickly say what the Logos Hope is? Yep. So um, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, I served under a Christian ministry called Operation Mobilization. Um, and under that, there's a whole bunch of kind of different ministries, one being the ship ministry. Um, and so basically, I served on a ship for three months called Logos Hope. Um, and basically what our role was uh, was to go to different ports um, around South America and the Caribbean um, to essentially go and preach the gospel um, to, oh. to local communities. So, yeah, just a little um, promo there. Yes, yes, <laughs> if anyone wants good. to join the so ship. So this was Operation Mobilization, <laughs> yeah, hey, OM. Yeah, yeah. I OM, heard the other OM. name of OM is Operation Marriage. Yeah. Did that happen um, at all while you were away? And um, if it did, hey, you, you wouldn't be alive, really? Yeah, hey? yeah. I, I don't want to say that on camera. No, okay. I, no, no, no. Okay, um, definitely um, opportunity to find a, another Christian spouse, but unfortunately for me, no, I came back single. Yeah, <laughs> Still that's, am. So that's all right. Praise yeah, the Lord. Yeah. God uses single. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or can you um, say what, what church you're involved in and any ministries or Bible studies that you're connected to? So I currently attend Amsias Tonga Tautaina. It's just a Tongan traditional church. Um, where I was yeah, birthed into, I guess. And um, in the evenings, I just go to Equippers. Okay. Um, other ministry that I um, connect to is Sola Scriptura in, on campus. And also um, with Purely Girls, um, run by one of my aunties. Um, we do missions as well from um, here in New Zealand, also in Tonga. And, and Purely Girls is with young women? Yeah, young okay. women. And Sola Scriptura is? With uni students. And that, is that a Bible study? Or? Bible study, okay, cool. Bible study. Cool. So, family, you've heard, man, these are some really talented uh, young women here with some amazing experiences. I just want to really come back to um, uh, to your 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 
testimonies in Christ's mm. day. And I'm going to start with you again, Queenie. And I just wanted to ask this basic question. How did you come to faith in Christ? Mm. I know we could do probably a 10-hour special for oh, both of you yes. um, <laughs> on Netflix um, for <laughs> sub subscriptions only. But yeah. yeah, Queenie, how did you come to faith in Christ? Because you grew up in the church. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's something else that happened, obviously. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Quick, yeah. Uh, yeah. So as you said, uh, I grew up in the church um, in a predominantly Christian family. Uh, so obviously growing up in the church, that kind of saw me being in a youth group um, in Sunday school. Um, but I guess as we all know, um, just because you go to church every Sunday doesn't necessarily mean you're a believer. Sure. Um, I like what you say, and Auntie Baba, uh, Auntie Bina, sorry, um, says sitting in McDonald's doesn't make you a hamburger. And likewise, sitting in a church every Sunday doesn't make you a Christian. And um, I think for me, that kind of reflected very much the first half of my life, childhood and early teens. Um, yeah, I, I knew the Bible, I knew God, I knew who Jesus is, um, but it was all head knowledge to me. Um, I think, to be, if I'm really honest, um, my desire to gain knowledge about the Bible and who God is was really influenced by this kind of desire to maintain this good church girl image, if, sure. I'm, if I'm honest. Um, so I think that really blinded my kind of coming to understand and believe the gospel. Um, I guess fast forward to an a night that I actually came to your house um, with you and you and Auntie Baba. Oh, sorry, for those who don't know, Auntie Baba is... That's um, her gang name. It's a low-key yeah, yeah. uh, uh, nickname for, that we call um, Auntie Bina. Um, so we came. I came to your guy's house and we, we started talking about the gospel. And one way or another, she asked me to explain the gospel back to her. And I remember not even being able to articulate what the gospel was. Um, so I remember that night um, she preached the gospel to me. Um, and probably in, uh, one of the clearest kind of ways that I, I had ever heard it. I, I, I assume that um, growing up in the church, I, I heard the gospel one way or another, but I think I was really blinded by this kind of like good girl image. You know, like as soon as I heard the word sin, like that's not me, I'm, I'm this sure. good kind of girl. Um, but until you sat down with me, preached the gospel to me and went through the gospel with me. Um, and I think that really planted the seed um, for me to later come to the decision for myself to follow Christ and, and believe in, in Jesus and in the gospel. So I'm really thankful to my auntie Bina um, for the for the impact that she's had in, in that and me coming to faith. Um, so that's a bit of... Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Praise yeah. the Lord. Praise the Lord, <laughs> absolutely. And it's, yeah, yeah. I like what you said there too, Queenie, that it was about you making a decision yeah, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we grow up, well, that's changing, and I'll get mm. to that, but most a lot of islanders and we grow up in the church and we're sort of forced to go mm. to church, yeah, but yeah, you had yeah. to make a decision. Yeah. For yourself, so cool. Thanks for sharing that, um, and you still haven't paid us back for any of that um, food <laughs> that you've eaten at our house. So I'm going to jump to you, Lisiwa, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, and are you uh, happy to speak in Tongan if you want, <laughs> or Hebrew, or Aramaic, or, or Greek? But um, oh, I'm going to ask you: How did you come to faith in Christ? Um, I think for me, uh, yeah, similar to Queenie, uh, grew up in a um, Christian home. Um, thought I knew God, um, so I relied, um, because I was raised more with my grandma, I relied on her a lot, um, and I thought um, just Nana praying over me, that was enough for me to get to heaven, and mm. so I would attend all the um, church services, um, just followed her, but I didn't know that um, while I was still asleep and stuff. Nana was always praying for me. Mm. Um, I hated it because it was too long. <laughs> the prayers were too long. Yeah, it was I, too I, yeah, I think we've all got Nana's <laughs> in, in, in yeah, Papa's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Canaan's prayers are like beautiful <laughs> long prayers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would like try find ways to get out, um, get out of those prayers, I guess. Um, but also with um, 
2011, um, Nena went to glory. And I think for that, um, it took things, um, things just went from worse to worse for me. And um, I think the thing that um, I hit rock bottom in terms of um, suicide, wow. um, only because I thought that was my way, I guess, to see grandma. That was just my only way wow. out. Um, the hurt was too much. Um, the confusion was too much. And I guess for me, I was just like, man, I can't take it anymore. Um, thankfully, we migrated um, into New Zealand at the time, and I had an auntie, um, Justine Mesui. She introduced me to God, um, and it was from there I, I felt um, I felt a bit ease and stuff. But I, I, the problem was I wanted to read the Bible, but it was too hard to understand. Yeah, sure. And I was just like, man, like I'm just doing works and stuff like that. And um, yeah, but in terms of the gospel and stuff, um, I guess I I had to I had to to pray, but also believe that somehow. Like God will come through in terms of, I guess, helping me read and understand the Bible. And um, I thought for me that, um, you know, reading the Bible, I treat it as like some of my, one of my routine every day, but I, it didn't mean anything at the time. Okay. It was just a tick box, I guess. But praise the Lord, I'm, I'm still here yep. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, living under grace. <laughs> praise the Lord. I just want to um, really honour you both for sharing those testimonies, even some of that hard stuff mm. about suicide and the good go good girl image and all mm. of that kind of stuff. And I guess family, um, I, you know, hopefully there's some young people that, are, or actually anyone that's listening in, in the sense, but I know if people are, are wrestling with some of those challenges around the good girl or the good boy image, the church image, or even some of those challenges around mental health and mm. um, and that kind of thinking and leading to that kind of, of thinking. We just want to acknowledge that life is absolutely precious, eh? Mm. And you've heard from two um, very intelligent, strong, uh, young Pacific women talk about uh, the goodness and the grace of God in their life. So thank you for sharing that because that's pretty awesome. And we really hope that that um, encourages um, a bunch of people. I just want to transition or, 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 or change a little bit at this point. And I'm going to give the girls a little bit of a rest. And I'm going to give some numbers to give some context to what the girls are going to talk about after uh, in terms of their, their responses to our questions. And um, in, the, in the last census in 2018, 68% of Pacific people identified as Christians. Hey, so there's about 380,000 people uh, Pacific people in New Zealand and 68% of them said that they were Christians. That's a really broad yeah. number. So that includes uh, Jehovah's Witness, uh, Catholic, Mormon, and, and other denominations. So 68% in 2018. In 2006, over 80% of Pacific people claimed to be Christians. So basically the number of Pacific people saying that they're Christians is going like this. It's declining very quickly. The other interesting number is that 22% of Pacific people in the last census claimed no religion. Hey, so one in every five Pacific people now says that they have no religion or basically an atheist who doesn't believe in any, any power or an agnostic who says that there is a power, but they don't know what it is. And so that's the number. So the number of Christians, uh, people, Pacific people saying that they're Christians is going like this declining. The number of uh, Pacific people saying that they have no religion and don't believe in, in any God is going like this. It's increasing really quickly. And what the numbers show is that most of those claiming no religion for Pacifica people are our younger people. Hey, it's getting to our younger people, those at high school and those at university. Yeah. So which makes it really interesting to have this kind of discussion. I wanted to give that as a bit of a context. And um. 
Kanan, I know that you've studied as well, and I know that you've had a bit of time in tertiary education. And I and I wanted to see what you, because you guys are all young people. I'm an old man now. You can <laughs> see the white in my beard. But I wanted to see what you guys think about these numbers. Hey, that the number of Pacific people claiming Christianity dropping quickly. The number of people, Pacific people claiming no religion shooting up quickly. Hey, so Kanan, I want to start with you, bro. What do you think about those numbers? I think it's sad, but I also think that, um, you know, that's statistically and that's also um, like a nominal affiliation, you know. Yep. Um, but I, I feel like there's always been non-Christians within a Pacific context there and, and maybe people are just realizing that maybe they're not Christians. Um, they weren't Christians all this time. So while the numbers are actually um, not very encouraging, it, it, it's sort of bittersweet in the sense that it is sort of encouraging that people are sort of thinking about what they yeah, actually believe in. But um, when I was at uni, it was very evident that, you know, <laughs> none of the students that I was affiliated with were um, were Christians. And it's even, even, even Pacific people. You're even, about, yeah, well, even, even Pacific yeah. people. And even if they were Christians, you know, maybe they turned that off when they come to uni. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a lot that, that is taught or um, even like, it doesn't even have to be overtly, but it's like passive knowledge. Yeah, sure. Um, that they'll learn from uni a lot of different ideologies and um, different, you know, train of thoughts that yep. they'll adopt at uni. And, and they go against this whole Christian thing. And we've yeah. talked mm. about that a bit in the podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, uh, tertiary education is a perfect time to, to reevaluate what you actually believe yeah, in. Very mm. good. Cool. Well, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Thanks, Kanan. What, what do you think about when you hear those numbers? I think for me um, personally, it is quite surprising only because you have the assumption around um, going going around uni that, you know, Pacifica people are the, um, I guess, the most Christian one. Sure. Mm. Um, but when we now look at the the, uh, the the statistic, it's, yeah, it is quite sad. But at the same time, I, I sort of see it, it's evident in university too. And I feel like that some people, when, when, I don't, I mean, some some Pacifica, when they come, like when they leave school to go to university, that's like personally for me, going to school in South and going into the city, you have a lot of freedom mm -hmm. in that. And yeah. I feel like that um, maybe these 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 students don't, don't were forced at home. And mm. I think going into the city and, you know, this whole idea of being in university, they can choose when to live out their yeah, faith. And their freedom. Yeah, I, mean, freedom. I think that's, it's interesting what Kanan talked about because he was talking about how, you know, now they hopefully wrestling with the true faith. Mm -hmm. eh? They were maybe, I was forced and it sounds mm -hmm. like we were all sort of forced yeah, in some yeah, way yeah. to go to church, which was good. We, I don't want to discount that because mm -hmm. that's where you learn those wonderful basics, but you're getting to a point where you have to make a decision mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Hey, Queenie, I'm going to ask you, how did you, how, what did you think about when you heard those numbers? Yeah, I just, I kind of thought back to my own upbringing in the Pacific church and like I shared earlier, like just because you go to church doesn't mean you're a believer. And, um, yeah, I think if anything, it's it's sad. I definitely agree. It's it's really sad, but it also kind of challenges me as a believer to actually be salt and light and not assume that because because you know, you're brown, just because you're yeah, brown, yeah. that you you're a believer. Um, so if anything, it, it also challenged me as as a as a believer to be salt and light to everyone. You can't assume that everyone knows the gospel. That was quite powerful. You said that, and it started raining. Yeah, it was sort of yeah. like, it like <laughs> sound effects, and like you know, like it was just sort of God was was with you yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I th I, look, I look, we um, 
uh, I'm involved with some some brothers and sisters who do a lot of street preaching mm. and, and 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 giving out gospel tracks. And one of the things that we've noticed when we're talking to um, young moipis, I mean, sorry, young people, <laughs> young gifted, talented people like you guys, is we're asking when you ask that question about church. When I asked my generation, we all went ahead of church. Hey, yeah. I was PIC, I was Catholic, I was mm. Methodist. But now when we're asking these young uni students or high schoolers, I say, oh, no, I'm not at a, they often say, I'm not at a church, but my grandparents are at a mm. church or they're yeah. going to yeah, church yeah. with their grandparents or my aunties at a church. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a real shift. And I think yeah. the numbers are actually um, showing uh, that shift. Hey, and yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a, and the numbers outside of Basfika are, are much worse than that. Eh? I mean, yeah, yeah. Over, over half, nearly half the country now uh, says no, uh, claims no religion. In New Zealand, hey, so that's a, a big mission field if we're talking about that kind of stuff at uni and in terms of the gospel. Now I want to turn to uni itself because that's you're the experts. You guys are hipsters um, wearing your black <laughs> hipster clothes. and uh, That's why I wore black today. But um, I just want to turn to, uh, to to focus on that uni part of, of um, the podcast. And um, or, uh, what are you studying? Or have you graduated? For, you've got like seven degrees, right? No, no, she does. Okay, no, she does. okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, your loan is 700,000. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, what are you studying or what have you graduated from? Oh, I've, I've graduated from psychology, um, but I'm currently um, doing my master's in psychology cool. still. <laughs> and, um, and so how long is your master's? Um, well, hopefully that I'll be done by um, Feb next year, 2021. Man, you guys are smart. Kana, do you have a smart. master's? So I started studying in 2016 and I graduated voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a different, that's that's a good a different experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And look at the studio. Like, this is a multi-million dollar studio if you can't see it. Yeah. And please contact Kanan uh, if you have any questions about media stuff. Um, so you're doing your master's and so you've, you've done your BA. Um, Queenie, what have you, what have, what are you studying, or have you graduated? Yep. So I I graduated with a bachelor of arts in sociology and Pacific studies in 2018. Cool. Just currently at the moment, just uh, serving with TSCF. Would you go and do more study? Um, at this point in my life, I don't think so. But um, the beauty about study is you can always come back to it, I guess, eventually. But at this point, probably not. <laughs> and keep pumping up your loans. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah, yeah. Like, Kena, uh, do you have a loan, bro? <laughs> Oh, see, he voluntarily, <laughs> yeah. he voluntarily see, left. That's yeah, smart. yeah, yeah, that's smart. One of the greatest days of my life was when I paid off my student loan. Yeah, and I remember that day because we went and celebrated as any good Samoan does. We went to KFC. Nice, and it was a wonderful time to celebrate the goodness of God while eating chicken. Anyway, so we've, we we know what you're studying um, or what you've graduated from. I wanted to um, really get get to um, the details of your time at uni. Hey, and this is about being a Christian on campus. And so, um, uh, Queenie, if I could start with you, mm -hmm. have you faced any challenges being a Christian um, at university? And if you have, you know, sort of describe what this look like, looks like. Uh, definitely did face a lot of challenges. Um, as I shared, I, I grew up in the church. I grew up in, I guess, a family who upheld Christian values and worldviews. Uh, so for me, coming into university was really kind of the first time I was exposed to different worldviews or, or sure. ideas about the world. Um, so for me, the challenge became, okay, how do I make sense of these ideas and worldviews as a Christian? Um, to be quite honest, I definitely came to a point where I questioned, like, is there any truth to wow. these worldviews and, and ideas? And, and Including your Christian faith? Yep, yep, yep to be honest. Um, and... I'll say that prior to coming to university, um, although I was saved and I believe the gospel, 
I was very ill-equipped in, in my words. Um, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I realized that the three parables that I learned and memorized at, at Sunday school was not going to cut it <laughs> um, in order to help me wrestle with these ideas. Um, so I was really wrestling with, um, like I said, just just these new worldviews um, as, as a Christian. Um, I guess on top of that, um, I guess we can all, all testify as students, like um, uni is a real secular, worldly place, um, very anti-God. Um, so uh, in my first year, I kind of was under the impression that like everyone at university is is should be encouraged to be open with what they value and, and believe. Mm. Um, I slowly began to realize that that same invitation, I guess, wasn't extended to Christians. Okay. Um, well, that's at least was my experience. So I guess there was a big fear of persecution as a Christian. Um, and I guess also that temptation of, of world, being in such a secular worldly environment as well um well, queenie what did what did the persecution or could the persecution look like was it your friends was it lecturers was it yeah. other people uh, all those things okay. actually um like uh, university is a predominantly secular space um so in the discipline that i study sociology every it's, it's a very liberal very liberal um anti-god kind of uh discipline so everything about what we would learn um went against what the Bible teaches. Um, so a lot of my lecturers and, and professors and tutors um, often took digs, um, like subtle digs in class. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of my classmates who, who kind of condoned that and, and would also do that. Um, I guess an example, I was in the quad one day and there was a, a pro, pro-choice, pro pro-life debate run by uh, a Christian student group. So it was about abortion stuff. Yep, and, about yep. abortion stuff. And, you know, you would expect in a, in a kind of space of university, students would come up with like an academically solid argument um, but it just seemed as though uh, the pro, pro-choice pro was just going off at the pro-lifers saying that they're hateful and you know insensitive um, and, and just totally digging at them with like no kind of evidence and I think that's a reflection of a lot of the experiences and persecutions that we face as believers who up, try to uphold the values of the Bible. Um, yeah interesting. Um, or did you have a similar experience or or what was your experience about being a Christian on campus, I mean, because you're, you're still on campus, right? So yeah, what was that? What, what is it like for you? I think for me, um, coming into to um, campus, um, it's a different world moving from Mangere to the city, right? Um, you see, in Mangere, you're so surrounded with brown people, and and you know you. You're safe. Like, that's that's me. Um, Other people don't feel safe. <laughs> I, don't, I feel safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of those people. Um, but, yeah, for me, I'm going into uni. Like, man, this concept of atheist, I never heard of it. Sure. Um, but I think the thing that hit me different was um, going into this, to a lecturer. It was a Pacific paper. And they, they were teaching um, that um, Christianity is a, is a form of colonization. And... And it didn't help, but I just got emotional when I looked up. It was a, um, it was a lecture of our, my same color, and I think for me that stirred up something in me. Um, yes, at the time I was angry, but I obviously I can't walk up and fight with her. But why, I just why said, not? That's the boxing podcast. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like for me, I was like, oh man, like since you are gonna be there, I think that's where I had the drive. Okay, I'll meet you 
at that level wow. and now and you know and you know i think that's why i'm i'm pursuing to to continue the study because if no one doesn't go into the academic space then who would yeah. you know and i think yeah. a lot of people look at me oh she's doing her masters these are just just temporary things and just like what auntie bina always say these things are temporary but i use it in a way that when i get in those spaces that's where i can you know elevate god and god alone yeah. not 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 but not because of me or what mm. not but yeah in terms of um persecution and facing that i thought you know i'll get um um sped on and stuff like that but i face it in terms of i've i've had friends walked out of me i've mm. had lectures um look at me oh you, you can't you can't make it in a way um but i continue i continue i guess to 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 keep my eyes on god and you know mm. just just declaring his goodness in that space um wow. but yeah a persecution come in different form um you can feel it when you walk into spaces where you're not I guess when you don't belong but it's okay I wasn't for me personally I always look at it that's okay I wasn't I wasn't made to blend in I was made to stand out and I think for me personally it's not me that they've rejected but it's the gospel himself so yeah wow. I don't know about you praise the lord Preach. those are some amazing mm. answers or are you thinking about um going beyond your masters as well because you've talked about that space, eh? And the mm. lecturers are seeming to tell us, even our brown lecturers, colonialism, white man, religion, or white man Jesus. And we've talked about that a little bit here on the podcast. Are you thinking of going beyond your masters? Um, if if the door opens, I need funding first. Um, but yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna start a GoFundMe um, for Uwa's uh, PhD. Kenny, can you help us with that, please? Um, look, uh, we need to start getting um, God's people into those kinds of places. Um, th this isn't on the question list, but uh, it's coming out of what you guys are, are talking about. Um, what is it like when your lecturer is? It, it sounds like it's bullying, yeah. in a sense, because they're for, you know, the a university was designed to be the critic and conscience mm. of a society. Yeah, That's yeah. the true mm. idea of what a university is, where ideas can come and be contested, mm. discussed, and tested mm -hmm. to see if it's true or not. Hey, yeah. And that's but right now we live in such an outraged society yeah. where if you're pro pro life, then you're hateful. If you um, don't support LGBT, you're hateful. Mm. All this. So there's all these clashes that are yeah. happening. So what is it like when your lecturer is doing this, and how do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard Orr's response. Queenie, how do you respond to that when your lecturer seems to be bullying Christians, bullying students just because of their Christian faith? Yeah, to, to be honest, as as a student, that was something that I was really wrestling with. Like, how, how do you do that? Because uh, there's this kind of, like, uh, hierarchy of power. Like, almost mm. you kind of see your lecturers or, or your tutors. Like, but you, I agree with you when um, you should feel open enough um, to be able to interact and, and communicate and argue with your tutors and lecturers. But the reality is, like, I think that because of that kind of hierarchy, it's it's not as easy to just go up to a professor or lecturer and be like, I want to challenge this. At least for me. I, I, didn't, I, I feel like maybe I just didn't have enough boldness to be able to do that. Um, but there definitely is that, um, I guess, hindering those conversations with lecturers and, sure. and tutors. So I couldn't really speak to how how I would do that because uh, that was something I wrestled with as a student. But that's a power imbalance too, the way. So no yeah. wonder it is challenging. Yeah, yeah. Well, how did you do? I mean, you you talked about going into places where you didn't fit. Mm. Hey, that's exactly what this book keeps telling me about. Mm. Hey, mm. To, to not conform to the pattern of this world. So how do you how do you keep going? into those places where you don't fit and you and people are sort of cold to you and uh, yeah how what keeps you going um i think for me i i just i really don't care if people if i don't if i don't yeah, have any cool. friends <laughs> um and like for me i'm quite 
I'm quite aggressive in a way when it comes to the gospel. And in terms of, um, if I walk in and, you know, people are like giving me the eyes, um, that doesn't, I really don't care. Um, because for me, it's like, you guys are the one, I guess, that, that needs the truth. And obviously just me being in that, that space brings a conviction, but I don't look at them in a judgmental way. But if they choose to have a conversation with me, I I, I share. And I'm not going to play it down and sugarcoat anything Good. because just to fit them in a way. Yeah. Um, but because I love them enough, that's why I keep going to those spaces. Yeah, good. And I think um, my, I think that's just the way I'm wired. Um, a lot of people have hurt me and stuff, but I because for me, because I know them, I want to see them in paradise. And I yeah, think that's good. why I keep going back. Um, yeah, it's just the way I'm wired. Um, mom and my, my parents are like, why do you keep doing that? Um, I don't know, because if I don't, then who would? Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what I mean. But you talked about it. It's love. You yeah. love them enough yeah, to, yeah. To, to tell them the truth. Mm. Can I go back to uh, Mr. Volunteer here, <laughs> uh, who voluntarily left? Did you, was that your experience as well, bro, in terms of, I mean, you, I know you're very articulate, articulate in your faith and expressing your faith. What was it like for you on campus when you had these discussions or was it even an issue? Yeah, I, I guess my uni experience, I was pretty much there to pass or, you know, excel. And so um, those conversations never really came up maybe until my second year. Okay. Um, and But you notice it from day one that there is like a, a bias towards Christianity or, you know, like... Um, a, a proclivity to to look down on Christianity as as the colonized uh, you know colonized people, um, but I really found it challenging in that sense. In that you know I can recognize that there are colonial aspects to the way that Christianity yeah, sure. was inducted to the Pacific and stuff, but that doesn't mean that I'm colonized in the sense. And that was yeah. my struggle, mm. um, being able to um, you know I can articulate what I actually believe in, and it's not a symptom of however however wrong the atrocities were that came along with it. Mm. And so um, for me, that was that was the hard thing, being able to say, oh, I'm not dumb. I'm, yeah. You yeah, know, very good. I, I'm not dumb because I'm a Christian kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. And I think that's an interesting point that, you know, people in, in, in terms of uh, giving answers for the faith, hey, uh, you know, Peter talks about be ready, sanctify the Lord in your heart, be ready to give an answer for the hope that we have. And yeah. our faith is a rational faith. Yeah. It's a logical faith. This mm. book is the most tested critique book in the whole of history, and it still stands the test. Eh? So I think, you know, there is this sort of arrogance that, well, you guys are dumb because you are Christians. You're believing in a mystical ghost kind yeah. of mm. spiritual thing. Whereas yeah. actually the, the truth is a truth. Ah. And we want to talk about racism. That's quite racist thing. <laughs> yeah, well, actually it is. Yeah, it is. Calling things the, what they're not really are. And so, and, and I think, that, I mean, look, I my university experience was like 300 years ago. So I don't know <laughs> what your context is. And that's why I find it really encouraging to hear you guys fighting or contending for the faith. I, look, you guys sound like some hearty gangsters on campus. <laughs> doing God's work. What about other students? How, yeah. uh, how are, are other students facing these challenges? Yeah. And how do you support them who might not be as courageous or open to have these discussions with other students? Yeah, how do you help them? I'll go to you, Queenie, first. Uh, yep, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I definitely think that other students are, are facing the same thing. Like I said, um, university is very secular, um, anti-God space. Um, I think... Just journeying with them, um, inviting them to maybe a Bible study or, or something like that. 
um, would definitely be helpful. And because I think it it really helps when you're journeying alongside people who understand that grind, yeah. um, who are in the same space as you, um, and just I guess for accountability um, and just to sharpen one another um, as well. I think cool. it's a great way to be helpful. Or well, how would you? How would? How do you think other students are, are dealing with this? How would you help them? I think for me personally, um, well, if I was to an, an, um, encounter a, a believer coming in um, to our psych space and stuff, I usually share my testimony. Wow. Um, I know it's quite powerful, and they're just like, "Whoa, she just um, opened up." But I think for me, it's just it's to show that I am broken as well. Mm-hmm. But by the grace of God, you nice. know that that I, I'm okay. Um, but also getting to know them and also. I guess try connect them to our um, Sola Scriptura, um, but if they don't, like I, I always offer prayer, um, wow. prayer for that. Um, and I know for some students uh, that I've had conversation with, um, they just cry, but I, I, I don't know why, um, but I just do um, what I need to do, and I'm like, oh, my number's here, my email's here, um, reach out if you need to. But because they're usually out in Tuakana, I, I. In, what's um, what's Tuakana? Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's a it's a it's a space where all Pacific and Maori students come okay. to to study. Yeah. Okay. Can I look? I mean, I, I don't want to be all depressive because it has been pretty hard. I mean, I understand the reality of what it's like on, at university because I mm-hmm. experienced similar things um, in three hundred years ago when I was <laughs> studying. But I guess as a Christian. This is not on the question list, but I'm, I'm testing how smart your university education is. But but the, my question is, as a Christian, what are some of the positives for being on campus as a Christian? What are some of the things that you think, well, this is a blessing for me being a Christian on campus? Um, yeah, what, can you think of any that, because we're talking about anti-God, um, white man, Jesus, colonialism, all this kind of stuff that that, that, are, that has been bombarded to people's minds on campus, Christians' minds on campuses. But are there blessings, are there positives, are there uh, um, good parts of being a Christian on campus? Well, I'll start with you. Um, I definitely agree there are positive of us being, like us Christians being on campus. Um, I've seen people, um, you know, when they find out that you're Christian, especially if you're Pasifika, automatically they, they want to reach out. And you can see that. Um, I had, I think, two students that were stage one. Um, when they found out um, that I was Christian, automatically they came after and they were just wanting to get to know me. It's and like stuff. they almost try and run to other Christians. Yeah, saying, yeah, okay. yeah. But I understand because I was like, yeah, that's good because in my first year, I, I needed a group of friends mm-hmm. that, you know, had the same morals mm. and believed in the only God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I feel like that, you know, um, I love being on campus, um, hence why I'm still there. Mm. But there's also a blessing, even though it's an anti-God institution, um, I see the wonders of God um, working wow. and mm. unfolding in that space as mm. well. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, Queenie, do you have a yep. response to that? Yep, I agree. I definitely agree with Ua. I think from, a, from another angle, I think even in terms of how you uh, view content and and learn kind of different worldviews about the world. I think as a believer, I think your mind is a bit more I don't know expanded to to what you learn if that sure. makes sense. Um, so I guess that is a blessing in, in terms of how you come into the learning space. Um, but definitely yeah, agree with uh, on that. I guess things. and I guess it helps you engage with those ideologies yeah, or yeah, those yeah. worldviews yeah. in real life. Exactly. Right? So if you're yeah. being taught postmodernism or mm. critical race yeah. or inter- intersectionality, all these big words that Canaan <laughs> just knows off by heart, he lives in that world. But if you're being exposed to this, the, yeah. this stuff on campus, 
then it is a good learning ground because yeah. yeah, then you can work out, well, okay, how does this exactly, book yeah. respond to mm-hmm. that worldview? Mm-hmm. How does the Bible respond to that worldview or that mm-hmm. ideology? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, that's. I mean, look, I, I went through uni and um, I was working most of mm-hmm. the time. I didn't really care about university, <laughs> but, I, got I, but I, was, I was always thankful that I was picking up things that like, like you guys have said that I never experienced. Hey, I didn't know what these things were. I thought most of them were stupid. I was thinking, well, that, that looks dumb. But then actually to learn to how to think and yeah. articulate and actually yeah. give a proper answer yeah. to why this faith is truth. Yeah. And I guess when you're, you are right on the, the, the front of that battle, battle the, the front of the battle when it comes to these ideologies and worldviews. So I think that's a, an interesting space. Um, I just wanted to um, ask again, and, and you've, t- you've touched on it a little bit, but how do you guys live out your faith or how do you share your faith with other students? So mm-hmm. you've talked about the, the, um, the tuakana and, um, and, and people running to you almost and having that discussion. I'll jump to Queenie first, I'll let you all think. Yep. But Queenie, how have you been able to share your faith with other students on campus? Yeah, for me, um, when I was a student, um, I guess in my situation, it was it was good for me to make, like establish relationship and friendship with, with other people. Um, I think, like I said, I think there's a, quite a stigma to Christians on campus that they are, you're, you're hateful or you're insensitive. Bigoted. Or, Bigoted. Yeah, so I think for me, it was, it was good to kind of like establish a friendship and, and say, well, I'm not hateful. I'm not, I'm mm. not this and this. And for me, it became easier to have that conversation and share. And I think, even in reverse, it was easier for the person listening to, I guess, listen or be more open to listening um, to my faith. So for me, that that was probably the main way that I was able to share um, my faith. Um, as now I'm, I'm serving with TSCF, I'm, I'm realizing that there are actually a lot more practical ways that um, students are able to, I guess, share the gospel and share their faith on campus. Um, but for me, that was my experience and, and just kind of making friends and, and like, over time, just made stalking, yeah, stalking them, looking up the Instagrams, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you know Jesus? You don't even talk face to face anymore. Yeah, you just no, know no, everyone's no. Twitter handles yeah. and stuff. Everything's through social now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How boring. Anyway, <laughs> and, um, Queenie, what are some of those practical ways that you're learning now? With, uh, with this ministry about um, how to share your faith on campus? Yeah, so I guess it's like firstly understanding the like culture or, or the context of the space. So um, just recently we had a, a thing called Jesus Week um, where we essentially just wanted to talk to others about Jesus, um, students about Jesus. And we did that through just giving hot chocolates out. And, cool. and we had this thing called Question of the Day where we would just ask kind of a deep, I guess, question um, and give out free hot chocolates and just – you know, spark just up engage. a, just engage basically. What are, what are some of the responses that you're getting back about, about, um, about when you are sharing about Jesus? Mm. Is it sort of like stuff you, is it like, well, I want to know more? Yeah, what are you hearing yeah. back? I'm, I'm noticing, uh, at least with the conversations I had with people last week, um, there is a curiosity. Um, I think because of the context that a lot of those uh, students were brought up and they, they only understand uh, the theory of evolution. And mm. because they're in a space of, of university, that's how they're thinking. Um, so everyone's. I think everyone on uni- at university, all the students have are curious, are curious, and, and there is that mindset that they want to know more. Um, so at least with the conversations I had, um, they were very curious to hear kind of a Christian's perspective on on the questions, wow. um, which is which is encouraging. Um, but then again, I only spoke to like five people, so um, I'm hoping that you know most students are curious to know more about sure. gospel and yeah. Cool. Or how do you, how do you share your faith on campus? 
I think for me, as I um, mentioned mentioned earlier, was um, through my testimony. Um, also, I am big with relationship as well. Um, I think it is quite important to gain their trust and stuff before, like asking those. Um, I think I think those confronting um, questions, yep. like what church do you go to, blah blah, um, and also that. Um, but also, just I guess connecting with them. Um, Majority of the time I connect with these students um, mostly in Tokyo because I usually just stay um, in the science building most of my time. And, and when we have workshops and stuff, um, I just get to know them. And then when I when I know that they like they identify as Christian, then I I guess I just I just I just ask them, oh, like, you know, um, what is it like for you? Like, do you think that what like being in uni? Do you compromise your faith mm. or do you stand for your faith? And I think for so that it's a really good. honest conversation. Yeah, 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 and I and I feel like it's it's quite good to get to check on that because I think for me I'm, I'm like now that I can say that I'm a mature student, um, everything they've taught you and stuff, it's good to take it on, but don't think that all of that is right. Yeah, um, especially right. being a Christian on campus. Um, I had a uh, interesting um conversation with a group of students last week, um, just in tutorial. Um, they they talked about um. Uh, Christ, uh, Christianity as a form of colonization and and I was like oh yeah cool um, it, obviously everyone can speak their views and stuff and we won't disregard that but for me I always use that yeah I do acknowledge that Christianity um, was a form of colonization to Aotearoa but Christianity saved Donga mm. and I stand on that and the reason why I shared that because that's where we've come from mm -hmm. and that that's my faith and, and we believe that because if it wasn't for God Donga would not be united mm. in one, and yeah, we have issues, issues and stuff. But I can't, I can't be like, I can't agree with you. But I think for me, it was important for me in that space to be like, I acknowledge what you're saying, yeah. and for me, yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't agree or disagree. That's your view, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's just, I guess, and also being kind to yeah, them because there's a lot yeah. of students that come through. Um, they're just longing. And then, like, wow. but you can sense that they there's questions that they want to ask and stuff like that. Um, but there are some of them can be a bit afraid. Um, but yeah, kindness as well is one big thing. Well, what, what about so you've talked that's a, uh, a lot of, about checking with other students who might be Christians. What about those who um, do you have conversations with those that aren't Christians? Aren't Christians? Yeah, that are not Christians. And, and what is it like for you having that conversation with them? I think it's um, it's tough. Um, I would say because some some of them I do know um, through some of the program and say the papers that they've taken. Um, it is quite um, it's it's a bit tricky because some of the questions they ask, why do you believe believe in a God that doesn't even exist? Mm. You know, and I think um, rather than letting my fist talk, um, <laughs> um, I we, try do not con we do not condone yes. violence here. I've got an extra domestic violence t-shirt I'm wearing. So yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I think I learned so much um, from Auntie Bina. You know, you mm. need to be wise in yeah. that space in terms of engaging in your um, in your conversation because some yeah. of some of these students just want to test you and to mm, um, mm. have like a debate I mm. guess but if it's people that I know that just want I guess to a solid answer then obviously I'll sit down and, mm. and talk with them but if I can't bring them to the word of God mm. um, then I'll be like oh I'll, I'll get back to you so I come and I like I, I search for myself and if I can't then I'll um, ask Bina for help or that's been the person. She yeah, sounds yeah. very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Mention her name a lot. There. Did, did she pay you to say her name? Yeah, yeah. I'll send you my invoice later. Oh, okay, okay. Very interesting. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Wonderful. 
Girls, I'm going to um, move a bit to, to um, a couple of last questions about the campus as well. I think it's been um, really rich in terms of how you, your experiences on campus. Mm-hmm. You've talked about um, uh, some of the, the challenges, but also some of the positives, eh? which, are, yep. which wasn't on the list, but you, I thought you answered really, really well. If you are a Christian on campus mm-hmm. or you are coming onto campus, and you, but you do have a Christian faith, what support is available for those students on campuses? There's, as a, I'll just reflect back to the time I was a student, I thought there was no kind of, uh, I wasn't connected with any kind of student groups, um, but there are a ton of um, sh- Christian student groups on campus that I, I would encourage anyone to get along to. Yeah, good. I guess my advice would be um, make sure that they have a, a frequent Bible study, um, solid Bible study, check out their basis of belief. Um, I don't know how this could work, but if um, anyone like listening or watching would want to get connected with the group, um, I'd be happy to get in touch. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll put all your socials oh, on perfect, and yeah. your own yeah, website yeah, yeah, and your yeah, TV yeah, channel yeah, and everything. My YouTube channel. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keenan will help you out. But <laughs> sweet, yeah, yeah, sweet. Good. So you are yeah, willing to connect yeah, with those yeah, students? Definitely, awesome. definitely. Cause yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, I do want to, yeah, I mean, say that there are there's a ton of support for Christians on, on campus and don't feel like you're journeying alone Good. <laughs> in, in the camp, uh, as a student on campus. Um, so, yeah, I'd be more than happy to connect you with groups if, if you wanted. Cool. Well, okay. What about you? What, what support is available for uh, Christian students on campus or those maybe high schoolers who are coming onto campus? I think it's, um, yeah, just going off for what Queenie, Queenie's saying, um, there are a lot of um, support in terms of Christian group um, in, on campus. But I think, because I don't really go out um, during um, week one or um, <laughs> orientation week. I usually just stay um, wherever I'm at and um, try study. But like, yeah, it's, it's, I think for me personally, it's good to um, not only those groups to be not like on or oh, like out in mm. orientation week, but it'll be nice to see the group going out to this high school f- it was yeah, as good. well, mm, get good. them connected because if we can get um, some social group that can go out to the high school and capture mm. that, why can't these Christian group as well yeah. go out yeah. too? They Just do it for these mentoring programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So why not so do it in terms of Christian, yeah, Christian faith? Yeah, yeah like I, I think it'll be, it'll be quite good so that those students who are thinking of com- coming into university, mm. they've already connected I guess yeah. and yeah. it's not too late for us to I guess connect with them but yeah, I am more than good. happy mm. um, to get connected for anyone that are wanting to um, to, yeah, to connect awesome. to a Christian group mm. cool. so we'll put your Bebo and your MySpace <laughs> on there because, hey, because you're a mature student how old are you? how old are you? I'm 23 I'm not that you? old 23 you guys talking like you're mature you little monkey like I almost forgot like how old you how old are you Kenny? I'm 23 as well. Oh, what oh. the hell, man? Oh. All your combined ages equals my age. So let's go. You guys. Let's go. Let's go. It's a special year, 1997. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a wine. Anyway, anyway. Um, I just wanted to ask a church question. Hey, mm-hmm. And it's that church question about... Um, and, the, and the question is, do you get much support from your local church? You've mm. talked about your local church. Do you get much support from your local church or your community in terms of your study on campus, in terms of your time on campus, or even your family? Yeah. Hey, in terms of what support is available from your local church, your community, or your mm. family, Queen? Yeah, yeah, I am really blessed to have had that support as a student. Um, I think it's really important to to have that kind of church support as well as family support. So, um, yeah, I definitely was blessed to have um, quite adequate support. Cool. Yeah. What? Um, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm not really involved in the Tongan church as well, or even with Equipers, but I've. 
I get support from like the Bible lessons that I'm um, connected to. Um, in terms of, but with family as well, um, my support comes from them as well. Because when when things happen at home and I need prayer, mm. um, I don't. It's the Bible lesson sisters that I turn to. Cool. I guess yeah. And I want to ask a family question that's also not on the list. But I'm <laughs> testing because you guys got masters and PhDs and all that kind of stuff. But Queenie, I mean, what, 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 what does your family think about you and your work on campus? In terms of serving with the ministry, mm. you know, how, and what does your local church think about this? In terms of, it's a very different thing for you know, because mm. traditionally islanders say you got to go to Malua or to a theological yeah. school to be a to be serving God. Eh? Mm. You got to you know be be all of go down the theological pathway, mm. and you're not doing that, but you're serving the Lord, right? Mm. And so, um, yeah, what is it like for you and your family now that you finished uni? Mm. Probably expected you to go and get, do all the other stuff that that I, good, I, good island girls. Mm do yeah um yeah what is it like for you yeah i'll be honest and say i guess when i first kind of told them i would be serving the way that i am now um it was a bit of uh i guess navigating and, and understanding um but i think i was able to they were really open to kind of having that discussion it took i think it took a while but um praise god we got there and um they're really supportive now and if anything i think they're quite proud in a sense that that i am doing this work. For, I, I think when I remind them that this is um, this work is for the Lord and not for myself or not even for them, um, I think they've come to their understanding of, okay, like I'm, I'm pretty happy that you're kind of going awesome. down this route. So praise the Lord. Um, it did take a bit of um, time to conversate with them about that, um, especially as you kind of shared about like there's there are those expectations that I should have like a 6K salary job. You know, Ooh, yes, up, you know. yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the case, but um, I'm really like, to be honest, I'm really thankful and privileged to be able to, work um and, and serve the lord in this way um i yeah i find it really valuable <laughs> um mm. and you're yeah, really thankful that both my church and my family at now support me through this um cool. so praise the lord well can i it's a similar kind of question too i mean but in terms of your family and what you're doing in terms of study i know that there's expectations mm. especially over pacific women hey you know and it's and it's it's very different to what um pacific guys get or, or males get in general but yeah, what is the expectation from your family about your study? You know, and how do you, you know, what kind of support or challenges have you had with them? I think um, mom and dad, they're really, um, they, that's the main reason why we migrated here is for education, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I acknowledge that. And for me, um, because going into uni and all of that, um, after um, my first graduation, mom and dad gave us a choice if we wanted to continue or not. Um, but because I've been involved in going to back to Tonga with the with Pili girls and stuff, and also um, our trip that was planning for Fiji and stuff, um, at the time it was hard for my parents to let me go. First, because I am the youngest, <laughs> and second, I'm a, I'm a female. I need to be at home all the time. The only time I'll be going was when I'm married, <laughs> um, away from them. But I think it's when I live it out, my faith at home. Yeah, good. And I think they see, oh, okay, cool. She's not just going to another social event. Mm -hmm. Or, or just to another social club to be connected. But it was the real deal that my parents saw in my life that, you know, everything that I do, you know, it's it's only for God. Mm -hmm. And I think they're more open now, I guess. Um, and yeah, I, I, I do understand there's a lot of expectation and stuff and the pressure does hit as well. But 
when I have to exp- if I have to explain with them, mom is mom is more open mm. to support me in that. Mm. Dad, dad's learning as well, but with dad, you just have to, I guess, um, explain it to him in a way that he could understand, and don't just assume he does. Because yeah, um, when you ask later, he's just like, "What? What did you say?" Um, but yeah, it's just communication is key with my parents. Um, just letting them know, I'll be here. I'll I'll be going to serve here. I'll be there. So. It's just, yeah, communication is really important in terms of um, talking to my parents and nice. stuff. Nice. And you, um, f- family, if you've heard um, uh, the girls talk today about if you want to connect um, and even some of the big issues they've just talked about in terms mm. of being young woman, mm. young Pacific woman on campus, which me and Kanan don't know anything about. But, hey, it's, it's interesting just to see uh, uh, some of the challenges that you guys have, are going through. And, and thank you for your honesty. But family, if you are listening and you're going through similar challenges, you want to talk to someone, you don't know who to talk to, and, and you, you want to talk to someone that will hopefully give a God-based answer, and then we'll make sure that we'll put up the contact details for these two sisters uh, when we post this podcast in a couple of weeks. Girls, I'm going to ask you the last question, last official question. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've been really blessed and stirred by, by what you guys have shared. And the last question is this, for what, what advice do you have for Christians who are still on campus? Queenie? Yep. Uh, I just think back to that Sunday school song, read your Bible, pray every day. Um, but to be honest, uh, that was... And you grow, grow, grow. And you grow, grow, grow. grow. Yes, yep, yes. and you grow, grow, grow. Um, for me, like to, to come back to a grounding in the Word, especially as you wrestle with so many different worldviews and ideas, um, the Word is your grounding point, you know, and, and it's, um, yeah, it kept me solid. So, so again, my advice would be to read your Bible, pray every day. Um, I think of um, the well-known verse in, in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, uh, trust mm, in the Lord with good. all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. And I think it's really easy for us to, to lean on our own, and, own understanding, especially um, as, I guess, students on campus or even as believers. Um, but I guess my advice and, and encouragement uh, would be to, to trust in the Lord um, and acknowledge him for who he is um, as God. And, you know, from there, he will He will direct you and guide you in those things. Um, so I guess coming back to read your Bible, pray every day, connect uh, connect with a, student, a Christian student group, um, a Bible study group, um, and work into his glory, um, work in, into his glory. Cause I think essentially, um, you know, you're there, yeah, you're there for the paper and for the degree and, and to, I guess, better your livelihood. Um, but just keep an eternal perspective and, and work into the glory of the Lord. Yeah. And that's a great point. Cause we want our, our Pacific our Maori people, people in general, mm. obviously to achieve. Hey, you yeah. want them to yeah. finish their yeah. degrees. Yeah. You don't want to be voluntarily leaving like some other students. <laughs> or you want, don't want to do a 10 year yeah, BA yeah, and that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. So that's a good thing, but you yeah. work unto the Lord. That's mm. a, beautifully said. Or do you have any advice for it, for the Christians on campus? I think for me, um, uh, for students that are searching, um, Test the word of God, you know. Um, I think um, read your Bible, but when you get connected to these um, to these groups and on campus, check their doctrine as well. Yeah, um, for me personally, um, if if, some, if if someone is sharing something on campus and it doesn't, I guess if it doesn't sound right, don't just agree because mm. everyone agrees. Yeah. Um, but also test it as well. Um, mm. But for me. Um, personally get, get connected but also surround yourself with people that will um, that will help journey with you um, on campus yeah. yeah praise the lord I'm going to ask Kanan this question too because we've heard too much from the, a lot from the girls today <laughs> what advice do you have for Christians on campus bro 
I think for me, um, coming from being raised in church, um, it's like you're exposed to the world and yep. you're exposed to not only the intellectual arguments or challenges, um, but also the moral challenges there as well in the university campuses and you're associated with non-Christians and mm. non-believers. Um, so that lifestyle is different. Eh? And so uh, my encouragement would be, yeah, just be grounded in the word. Um, mm. David writes, how can a young man um, yeah. keep his way pure um, by guarding his way um, according to God's revealed word? Mm. And so that's very... Um, uh, something that I, I would hold tightly onto um, as you enter the university space that, um, yes, ideologies are going to come across, mm. but, you know, the main thing is to to guard your own ways, yeah. eh? guard your own heart and, and mm. be grounded in, in the word of God. Mm. Yeah, really good. And I think just just for of what you said, Kanan, um, for those that are listening and if you're, com- you're on campus or you're coming into campus, you shouldn't be surprised that there's going to be these ideologies that are yep. going to yeah. hate Christianity. Mm, so mm. don't be surprised yeah. and think, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> that this was coming. Look, this is the reality of what's out there in the mm. world. And so you've yeah. heard advice from three 23-year-olds <laughs> hey, who are... Are you guys millennials or hipsters? <laughs> um, or? We're, we're in the know. weird like <laughs> yeah. period where there's no definition. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's just call we you the just... weird generation. <laughs> <laughs> let's call you the weirdos. Yeah, so, hey, but you've heard this advice, family, from these three young, intelligent, gifted young people. But when, when you're on the in these spaces in terms of university campuses or even in workplaces, don't be surprised that yeah. your views are going to be in the minority. Mm. Don't be surprised that people are going to not like the Jesus yeah. that you're talking about because the gospel is an offensive gospel. It's offensive because it calls me a sinner in need of God's grace. It's offensive. It yeah. calls me a sinner. And so when we hear that kind of thing and when we're sharing that kind of message, we can't be surprised or or taken back by the fact that, oh, where did this come from? Mm. Hey, the, if you read this book, there's actually a lot of advice for university students on campus about mm. what life is like. Mm. Before I hand it over to you ladies for the last word, um, I <laughs> wanted awesome. to, uh, to, to give us your final wise thoughts. And so on. I just wanted to read a passage from Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. And just as you ladies were talking, I was really encouraged hearing you guys talk hey, about the battles that you are fighting. Um, I don't ever want to go back to a university campus. I've done my time. I've got my degrees. I'm done. Hey, but to see you guys and other students and other missionaries and other workers serving the Lord, getting your education, but still keeping true to faith and to biblical faith is, is a real encouragement. So I've been really uh, personally uh, encouraged today. And one of the verses that um, came to mind as we were talking was from Colossians 4 verses 5 and 6. And Paul writes, walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time verse 6 let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man hey and that's what we're one of the the hopes of of fresh truth is to continue to encourage and equip us on how to walk with wisdom hey and to redeem the time because our time is short hey we don't have much time on this earth but also as verse 6 says let our speech be always full of grace Mm. A loving, kind, all that kind of stuff, but it has to be seasoned with salt. Hey, sometimes we're all salt and no grace. Hey, and that's a waste of time. And sometimes we're all all grace mm. and we don't include anything of salt or the mm. truth of the gospel. And that's why I love your testimonies today reminded me of this verse. Because on campus, 
The encouragement is to walk in wisdom, redeem the time, let your speech be full of grace and seasoned with salt so that you know how to give answers for this faith. Hey, yeah. so I just wanted to give that encouragement to uh, to you ladies who are still mm. on campus uh, and to <laughs> those that are, um, are listening as well. But I'm going to, we always give the last word uh, to the uh, to the guests. And so I'm going to hand it back to Queenie first. And do you have any last word or encouragement or promotion or you've got a video or movie <laughs> coming out or a launch, an album launch <laughs> or anything? But yeah, I'll give the last word to you first. Uh, yeah, first I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to share today and to be here. Um, it really is a blessing and, and privilege. Um, I guess just going back to what I said before, um, just read your Bible, pray every day, and you grow, grow, grow. Um, there's nothing much I want to add to that, but yeah, praise God, work unto His glory. Awesome, well said. <laughs> um, yeah, just want to thank you, Vanji, for this time. Um, I know it is. Yeah, it's cool to, to, I guess this is something new for us to, to speak about our faith in terms of the institution that we're in. But yeah, just for um, uni students or even high school students, don't be afraid, I guess, to stand for your faith. Um, it's, it's worth fighting for. Mm. And I think just to just to leave that um, with you guys is, you know, be bold, but also know that, you know, God God is with you. Um, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And yeah, I just want to encourage um, our generation now. We need more of you guys to continue this fight. Cool. Well, on that note from these uh, two intelligent, strong uh, Pacific women who have talked about their education um, and how God is using them on campus and the privilege it is to be used on campus mm. by this God. Uh, look, uh, family, if you've been... Uh, uh, if you've got questions, you want to connect, if you are on campus and you don't know where to go to or you're at high school and, and even the parents, if you want to send your, your kids to uni but you don't know where to connect them to, mm. man, please contact yeah. us. We're happy to have that discussion and, and direct them to some places that we know are teaching God's absolute word. So family, um, just on behalf of um, the Fresh Truth uh, crew, just wanted to really honour you and um, thank you both Queenie and Oa. Uh, for sharing today. Thank you to the brother Canaan. Uh, and again, uh, God bless you all uh, for listening. Um, and please hit us up, um, comment, um, connect, ask questions, send hate mail to Canaan, and do all that kind of stuff. To God alone be the glory. Meitaki mata. Going in, never back down. We all in hard trip. Going in, a